Hey friends, this is episode 61 of Faith Fitness Joy, Understanding Nutrition Labels. We have all heard of them and know what they are and why they're important, but not all of us really look at them. Or perhaps we're not sure how to decipher what they actually tell us. Nutritional labels are an essential tool for understanding the foods we consume, and they are especially important for some of the different eating methods that I talk about in this podcast and on my blog, such as macros. So today, I'm walking you through how to interpret and use nutrition labels. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and my name is Rochelle Weiss. Are you struggling to lose weight, love yourself, and reconnect to who you truly are? Do you feel depressed, exhausted, and overwhelmed? Are you drowning under the weight of your responsibilities and obligations? Do you find yourself constantly wishing for more time, energy, and happiness? And do you seek a deeper connection to God or have a desire to grow spiritually? As a single mom working in a demanding full-time job, I felt exactly like this. I was struggling with depression and anxiety. I was exhausted and overwhelmed. I had become disconnected from myself and lost who I was. I felt like a shell of myself. I was working over 60 hours a week. I was stressed out and I was spread way too thin. I was struggling to lose weight and hated my body, which only added to my depression. I knew I had to do something and fast. I wanted to be better for my kids. Through lots of trial and error, I did find myself again. I regained my health. I lost weight. I transformed my mindset and healed myself and my soul. As an intuitive coach and energy healer, my mission is to help other high-performing moms accomplish the same, to guide them to their happiest, healthiest, highest version of themselves. Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving whole health, health of the mind, body, and soul for high-performing moms. If you're ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, and step into the happiest, healthiest, highest version of you, then this is the podcast for you. All right. Welcome to episode 61 of Faith Fitness Joy. Whether you are just getting started with eating better or have been on your journey for a while, paying attention to nutrition labels and knowing how to interpret the information is very important to helping you stay on track. You've got to read nutrition labels carefully because the packaging can often be misleading. So today I'm going to help you decode and better understand nutrition labels so you can get the best results on your health and fitness journey. Wow, okay. God damn it, okay. You've gotta read nutrition labels carefully because the packaging can often be really misleading. So today I'm gonna help you decode and better understand nutrition labels so that you can get the best results on your health and fitness journey. So some of the fundamentals for nutrition labels, because there's obviously quite a bit um, included on nutrition labels. So I'm just going to focus on some of the ones that are really the most important, especially when you're, you know, paying attention to what you're eating and trying to lose weight. Um, So those are first serving size, second calories, third macronutrients, fourth ingredients list, and five added sugars. Now, I didn't used to pay attention to nutrition labels at all. And then later on, depending on what diet I was following, I paid attention to just the information that pertained to whatever I was concerned about, right? So like when I was doing the low carb diets, then I was obviously paying attention to the parts of the nutrition label that would help me know how many, you know, net carbohydrates I was consuming in a given item. 
So for a long time, I didn't pay much attention to the serving size um, beyond that. And then I would, you know, later on, I'd start to get to where I would like eyeball stuff, but I wasn't really measuring or anything. And I really don't recommend doing this. Um, like I said, I've done this for a long time and I just didn't know better, but you can really go over your caloric limit and end up, you know, getting yourself into where you can be gaining weight or, you know, best case scenario, possibly staying put and, and sort of plateauing if you're not paying attention to the serving sizes and measuring and tracking how much you're eating at a given sitting for a certain type of food. So at one point in my journey, when I started paying attention to the nutrition labels much more closely, I learned that I wasn't losing weight because I was way off on what I thought I was consuming in terms of calories. So let's get into some of the components of the nutrition labels that can affect your results and how you can interpret them. So the first one is serving size. And this is one where I learned the hard way that you really have to pay attention, like really close attention. And not only do you have to pay attention, you actually have to verify whatever they say the serving size is. And this is particularly true on things where they say that like, you know, something that might look like a single serving actually has more than one serving and stuff like that. You really got to pay attention. Um, so I find that this is particularly the case with highly processed food items. Um, you know, the ones that aren't so great for you, but that we like to enjoy from time to time. Um, and I find that the food manufacturers, you know, they seem to get kind of tricky with how they do this. So for example, chips or crackers, right? Um, there's never like a clear portion count, right? It's not like you look on the bag of the back of a bag of chips and it'll say, you know, a cup or something like that. It's always like an ounce or a lot of times they'll put it in grams. Sometimes they'll tell you it's about in quotes, a certain amount or a certain count. Um, but that always makes me leery because it usually means you need to be more careful and actually weigh it out because um, uh, when they say something like about X amount, it's there's a reason for it. So um, you need to pay close attention to that. And this is where things like a food scale are really important. This way you can actually weigh it out. Um, you know, you'll even see things like standard, like stuff will be shown as in grams, right? And in the U.S., that's not even our standard measurement system. So it's kind of odd that they won't even have something noted in terms of ounces even. So you got to look at that. And that way, if you have a scale, you can at least set the scale to measure it in grams if that's what they have on the label. I have also found that labels can be downright wrong or misleading for certain things. So one example is canned foods. Now, most standard cans are something like 14 and a half to 15 ounces is usually what their net weight is. Sometimes, obviously, it's different, but that, for the most part, that's the case. The label will tell you that a serving size is one cup. And then it will say that the number of servings per container is, quote, about two. Other times I've even seen them say that there's a two and a half servings per container. This is particularly true for things like soup and chili. Yet, if you actually measure the contents of the can, which I have done, you will find that it's actually usually 
one cup and sometimes a little bit extra, like a couple tablespoons. So you might be talking about, you know, one plus cup, but not certainly nobody's two cups, right? So again, you have to pay attention to this. Bagged salad kits are another one that are notoriously bad at labeling. So if you look at the nutrition facts on bagged salads, and I'm talking about the ones that are like, you know, like the Fiesta salad or something like that, where it'll come with like the the little corn uh, chip strips and some cheese and some kind of dressing. Other ones are like where they have the little pumpkin seeds and they might have some dried fruit and then they have some sort of a dressing. So now with these bag salads that I'm talking about, you'll see something like, so what gets, what gets muddy is when you go to try to figure out like, okay, how many calories and fat and all this and that am I going to eat if I eat this whole bag of salad? Because a lot of times like for lunches, that's what I would do. I would just eat like the whole bag salad kit for lunch with some chicken or something. So this is how I found this out because it was getting really difficult to figure out like how many calories and, and whatnot. So you, the bag will say something like um, one serving is this and it'll say two tablespoons of let's say it's the nuts. Um, and one tablespoon of the dried cranberries and two tablespoons of dressing. And then it'll say like two cups of salad mix or something like that. That's generally how they describe one serving of this bag of salad kit, right? So I found that that is, makes no sense when they, when you go over and then look at how many servings per container there are. And this also varies even by the same brand. So not going to name the brands, but let's say you got, you get one of these kits, right? If you compare a Caesar kit to like, um, one of these kits that has like the poppy dressing with the nuts and the cranberries or something like that, one bag will say two servings and the other one will say there's four, even though it's the exact same amount of stuff in the bag. So when you go to try to figure this out and you're following what they describe as one serving, which I just explained was, you know, two tablespoons of the nuts, two tablespoons of dressing and two cups of the salad, you go to actually measure that out of the bag kit. What I have found is most of the time there's barely one tablespoon of the nut mix of whatever they've got. There's usually a couple tablespoons of the dried cranberries or dried fruit, whatever it is. And there's usually two tablespoons of salad dressing. Sometimes there's four. So obviously this does not jive with the way they described a single serving of the salad, right? So now you have to sit here and back calculate and try to figure out what the actual nutritional breakdown is of this salad kit, which I have actually done the hard way because I learned that it, it's really important to track and know, especially when you're doing something like macro tracking. So um, then you have to try to find the nutritional information for whatever type of dressing they've got in the salad kit. And then the other stuff is easier to find, like if it's shredded cheese or something like that, you can measure out how much is in there and then you can get whatever the macros are. So um, that is generally how I have found that you have to actually figure out how, uh, what the actual serving size is and how many calories and nutrition facts per serving there are. So that's just an example of really how carefully you have to look at these labels and pay attention and measure stuff out. Because a lot of times, whatever the label says is not accurate or like I said, it's misleading 
and they make it out like there's four servings of something in a package when there's really hardly one serving. But what they do is they try to they try to show the breakdown based on, you know, they're trying to, I, I in my opinion, it seems like they're trying to kind of mitigate or mask the higher um, items that are in some of these kits um, rather than just, you know, putting the amount that would actually match what they say the serving size is. So, but that's just what I've experienced in, in breaking this down. So the second part of the nutrition label that's important is calories. So generally this is just showing you how many calories there are for each of what they define as a serving size. So again, if it's a cup, then the calories shown on the nutrition label is how many serve, how many calories are in that one cup. Sometimes the label will include the amount of calories per container. So this is true for things like bags of chips. Um, but sometimes there's also more than one serving in items that they present as a single serving item. I have found this out the hard way with things like udon soup. So if you've ever bought these, you'll find them in the refrigerator section um, and they're fresh udon noodle soups and there's different flavors and they're a really small package. It's It makes about as much as a bowl of soup that most people would probably eat. Um, but when you look at the package, it says that it's two servings in each container. So then you have to add up that nutrition label times two to get at what the actual calories and macronutrients are. So that's another thing to look out for. Um, like I said, they seem to do this for things that have a higher count for a certain macronutrient. Um, and I think they're kind of hoping that you buy it, not noticing that it's two servings per package or something like that. So again, in these cases, you just need to pay close attention and make sure that when you're tracking that you're counting it as two or whatever. Um, but again, back to the serving size thing, sometimes they say that and then you measure it out and it's not it's not two of the servings as they define a serving. So again, it's really important to weigh and measure. You really have to kind of like validate what they say is a serving size. So the third item is macronutrients. And this part of the label just tells you the breakdown of each of the three main macronutrients. That's fat, carbohydrates, and protein. So it's just telling you per serving how many each of those there are. Number four is the ingredients list. This is another one where they slip stuff in there. And if you are not paying attention, it's just, it's incredible what is in some of the stuff that we eat. So the main thing here is this part of the label is telling you what it's made of and what is contained in what you're eating. You would be surprised at what you find on these lists when you actually start paying close attention to what they say. So for example, why is soy in almost everything? And I mean everything. Things that do not make sense to have soy in them have soy in them. So um, I found out that sometimes even things like olive oil or avocado oil are not olive oil or avocado oil. Like they might be like flavored like olive or something like that. So you even have to pay attention to the oil that you're buying. Um, you know, it, it stands to reason that if you flip the label over on a bottle of olive oil, that all you would see is pressed olive oil in the ingredients. But that is not always the case. So again, you've got to pay attention 
to the nutrition labels. Um, the more processed something is, I have found, the more things that you're going to notice, you're not even going to be able to pronounce, that are going to be on that list. So this one you might want to take into consideration and see if you can find something that has fewer and more recognizable ingredients in it. This is also really an important element if you're trying to avoid foods that you're sensitive to. So for example, if you've taken a food sensitivity list and you are trying to avoid the foods that came back on that list for you as the ones you're highly sensitive to, then you really have to pay close attention to labels and pay careful attention to what is in the ingredients. Um, because again, you could be buying something that just seems on the surface like it would not contain something that you might be sensitive to. And then when you read the label, that's when you, this is how I found out soy is and everything. Cause when I did my sensitivity list, um, uh, one of my sensitivities was soy. And that's how I found out that soy is in almost everything. It's, it's incredible how much soy is in. So another thing to look at is the front of the package. So they will often slap some label on the front that is misleading. And this is usually an attention grabbing gimmick or some kind of other gimmick to get you to buy something or pay a higher price for something because they know everybody's paying attention to, you know, if something's gluten free or not, for example, right? So I mean, I've seen this on bags of rice and rice is rice. Gluten is a byproduct of wheat. So of course there wouldn't be gluten in rice, but this is the kind of stuff that you have to pay attention to. Um, another one is they will call something whole grain or multigrain, but when you actually go to check the label, there is like no fiber at all, or there's like barely one gram, which means that any benefit of the whole grains that they allege they made the item with have long since been removed in the whole processing of the food. Uh, again, they like to do this because they know people are looking for that and they are also trusting that you're not gonna read the ingredients or you're not gonna pay close attention to the nutrition labels. Um, I have found this uh, is also really, really um, more prevalent in food items that they target kids. Um, you know, they'll say stuff like high grain or high, you know, made with multiple multi-grain or something like that. And then you look at the label and it's, you know, 90% sugar and there's no fiber. So um, the fifth item, speaking of sugar, is added sugar. So this one's helpful to be mindful of. For foods that have a high sugar content, you want to look at this relative to carbohydrates and fiber, like I was just saying, right? So if something's got 30 grams of carbohydrates, but it's got 18 grams of sugar, the food's practically just sugar. Um, and there's likely minimal nutritional benefit to it, especially if you look at the fiber and see that there's not much fiber either, if any at all. So um, the, the cereals are notorious for this and I get it. Like, you know, they're, they're tasty and sometimes they make a nice treat, but that's really for the most part, a lot of these cereals, that's all they're really good for, unfortunately, because they have usually a ton of sugar in them. So you have to pay attention to the labels on that. So those are just some of the essentials for understanding nutrition labels. Um, like I said, I just wanted to hone in on some of the ones that I have found, kind of the most important in, you know, just my own tracking and uh, staying on track for myself. 
If you haven't been paying attention to them, I suggest just giving this a try um, and just see what you find and see how it also helps, you know, boost your results. Um, if you're working on losing some extra weight um, and just see how that helps when you start paying attention, measuring things out. Um, I'd be interested to hear how that might be helpful for you. So that concludes today's episode of Faith, Fitness, Joy. I would love to hear from you. So please share your thoughts in the comments. And as always, if you want to continue the pursuit of faith, fitness, and joy with me, please like and subscribe. And you can also find all things mind, body, and soul health on my website at faithfitnessjoy.com. All right, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in and I will see you next time. so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think. So please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you would like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on either Instagram or Facebook. Or please join my private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group where I offer lots of great information, master classes, and weekly channel guidance, and more. Check out my blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss, wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.